On March 19, 2020, COVID-19 forced schools to abruptly close and shift to online and hybrid learning, uprooting the lives of caregivers, students, and all school personnel. This podcast series will center the voices of caregiver students and school staff members as they discuss their online and hybrid learning experiences during the COVID-19 pandemic. Through this podcast series, multiple stakeholders will gain firsthand insight into the various ways caregiver students and school staff members navigated and continue to navigate schooling during a pandemic. The goals of this podcast series are to provide stakeholders firsthand accounts of caregiver students and school staff members' experiences during online and hybrid learning and provide opportunities for stakeholders to better understand caregiver students and school staff members' challenges and triumphs so they can support caregivers, students, and school staff members during the continuing pandemic and beyond. We would like to thank the students, caregivers, and school staff members for taking the time to share their experiences with us. We appreciate you all. Describe your experience in your role in schools during COVID-19, that transition you made. Um, during COVID-19, when the students returned back to school, and I was primarily with fourth and fifth grade students, um, in person, and I work with students online too. So I would get on the computer and assist with certain students, and then I would do in person. Um, it was very, very stressful for my students, especially my students that um, had um, IEPs, certain IEPs. Um, a lot of them's confidence really wasn't that high to begin with. And with COVID, I saw a lot of their confidence diminish even more so. Um, their parents were either unfamiliar with the different platforms that were being used, unfamiliar with how to just sign on to the platform. Um, and then there also uncomfortable with doing the work. So that made for a frustrated student and a frustrated parent. And so what I tried to do was um, think of some ways that would be helpful to the parents during that time. And one way was just to give them my phone number. And for those where we had compatible um, devices, kind of uh, FaceTime with them and just like literally write it show it to them, um, how to line up numbers. Um, and then also, fortunately for me, I had a great rapport with all of the teachers that I work with as well. So I supported by, you know, I can call parents for you, or perhaps you might want to look at teaching it from this perspective, or like use this strategy, without seeming like I was trying to take over their classroom. But it was, it was, it was very, um, stressful for students, for parents, and in my opinion, for the teachers and staff as well. But what I found is the more creativity you could come up with, even if some methods work better than others, that was better than just kind of sitting back trying to see what was going to happen. You had to be very proactive in that. And personal calls, a personal touch not a physical touch but like a text first I will call then a text message versus just mass emails um that were going out 
So how do you, um, could you talk about your level of support that you receive being in this face-to-face space, having to support students online when they return um, to school? I received very little support. As a matter of fact, I was proactive in going to um, the teachers that I work with to say, hey, um, I do know about this platform. And so as a support staff person, I would like to support you in that manner because I I could see it was going to be a lot for the teachers as well. It was not mandated that support staff have to um, get online and support. And for me, my coworkers that I work with, I encourage them like, hey, come sit down with me when I work with my group of students online so I can show you so you can work with your students. Um, Because I know the more pressure that you relieve off the next person or the next group of people, the better it'll be for everybody. And so um, as I began to get on the platform and move around and have um, based off of my training in other areas in my life that I was able to bring to the school. Then I was able, then the teacher was able to work with me a little bit one more one-on-one is um, doing it more specific the way she wanted to do it. Once she found out that I knew and understood the platform and I wasn't just sitting back like, you know, like, well, I don't know how, you know, what you guys are going to do, but when you figure it out, come and let me know as the support staff. So I was very proactive. And then once I be, I show that I knew a little bit about it um, prior to getting to work. Um, then the teachers, the teachers, like maybe instead of one teacher, I probably had more like five teachers who were engaging with me. And then that made me had to learn what this teacher's preference was on the platform and what that teacher's preference was on the platform. And fortunately for all of us, I was able to keep up. It was stressful in the beginning and you just had to learn different strategies. Like some students couldn't do reading for 45 minutes. You know, you, I had to tell them, you know, we're going to work for 15 minutes. You're going to set your timer and then, um, you know, come back. And so then I had to find incentives to make students come back to get online. And, you know, some of those incentives were, you know, you know, we're coming back together. And so, you know, when you get back to school, you know, just whatever that part took, but it was, it was, it was really, you really had to be self-motivated in order for um, it to work because you're still continuing to build relationships. And then I'm talking about students who have been enrolled in the school and I had years to get to know and get to know them or at least once uh, one school year, at least one, you know, you, you have students, new students who are enrolled and just trying to build those relationships and helping the teacher online and with the telephone. I mean, it was, it was difficult. One thing I will say, the school where I was working, the teachers, as well as the administrators, they welcomed my feedback. So we, we were all kind of working together as a team. So it wasn't like, you know, I, I think I can do it better like this. And they're like, well, no, it has to be done like that. They were really, you know, they said, thank you. They appreciated it. And we just roll and we roll with, you know, what we were coming up with. Um, could you talk a little bit about what was some of your greatest uh, concerns on that time? Um keeping the parents um, encouraged. Um, A lot of parents with 
without COVID and without hybrid, they don't feel like they have the capacity to help their students with their work. And then um, keeping up with the schedule of like when to go to specials and when to come back from lunch, um, that added onto their plate. And um, the school I was, we had a lot of parents who were not working due to COVID. And so they were trying to, you know, they had uh, financial situations going on that they would share, you know, that they were afraid of. And then the other ones who were working, they were worried about sitting there with their student, with their child, and they are frontline workers. And so that made them uncomfortable as well. So you had personal issues and then you putting in like their, their children taking assessments and tests and, you know, it, it, it was a lot. So just to keep them encouraged and even if it was just like in the chat box, like mom, dad, you're doing a good job, you know, keep up the good work. Um, certain things that would typically take you, I don't know, 30 minutes to do online. Sometimes I did them in like two 15 minute chunks, not only for the student, but for the parent, more so for the parent as well. Hey, I get it. I understand that. Um, I, I understand that um, it's stressful. So we can do this in two days instead of one day. Or um, what part of this platform are you uncomfortable with? Or sometimes it was just like the camera, there were camera issues. So do I have to keep this camera on just because I haven't had a chance to clean up or I, or I have this time for me to get something cooked for dinner. So, you know, it's, it's, it was, you just, you just had to be flexible and be transparent. Like I was super duper, duper, duper transparent and letting them know it's okay. And your child will be educated to the best of our ability because whatever I see that I can do I did it and then certain things that needed to go specifically to the teacher I made sure that that went to the teacher as a verbal um, because we would we would um, talk in the morning before school and then we would talk probably like 10 or 15 minutes after school and then we put a checklist on the whiteboard on certain things about certain students that you know, had to get done or it needed to be talked about. So just, just, just keeping that circle of communication going. This resource was brought to you by the Midwestern Plains Equity Assistance Center. To find out about other Midwestern Plains Equity Assistance Center resources, visit our website at www.greatlakesequity.org. To subscribe to our publications, click on the subscribe to our publications link located on the Midwestern Plains Equity Assistance Center website. The Midwest and Plains Equity Assistance Center, a project of the Great Lakes Equity Center, is funded by the United States Department of Education to provide technical assistance, resources, and professional learning opportunities related to equity, civil rights, and systemic school reform throughout our 13-state region. The contents of this presentation were developed under a grant from the U.S. Department of Education. However, these contents do not necessarily represent the policy of the U.S. Department of Education, and you should not assume endorsement by the federal government. This product and its contents are provided to educators, local and state education agencies, and or non-commercial entities for educational training purposes only. No part of this recording may be reproduced or utilized in any form or in any means, electronic or mechanical, including recording or by any information storage and retrieval system without permission in writing from the Midwest and Plains Equity Assistance Center. 
Finally, the Midwest and Plains Equity Assistance Center would like to thank the Indiana University School of Education Indianapolis at IUPY, as well as Executive Director Dr. Kathleen Kintorius, Director of Operations Dr. Cena Skelton, and Associate Director Dr. Tiffany Kaiser for their leadership and guidance in the development of all tools and resources to support the region. 